Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network, wherever you are. This is The Breakfast Show, positively different radio in the morning. And you are with Lyle and... Mon, good morning, Lyle. And we also have a Jasmine. Bit, of a, a bit of a live a bit of a live audience here this morning. Well, sitting next to me is Jasmine. We, we, we've invited her to step up and sit on the actual like desk. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah that's yeah, what happens yeah. when you um, stop. When you're the and first person. Okay, 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 but the reason why we have live, live audience, audience is we are at Big Camp. We are here all week. One of the biggest Christian conferences taking place anywhere across uh, Australia, and so we'll be here. We'll be. We've got. Interv- we've been recording interviews all week. You can. Uh, you can hear the birds in the background, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Um, so a bit of atmosphere happening there, and uh, yeah, life is just amazing. It is. It's really beautiful. It's really. Be- Lyle, this morning, quick, ask me what I'm grateful for. Uh, uh, well, I was going to ask Jasmine. Fine then, ask Jasmine. What, what Jasmine, what are you grateful for this morning? I am grateful for nature and being able to be out here and having a good night's sleep under the tent roof in the rain. It's, it's just been so refreshing. It's just the best, isn't it? Did it's you just know? The best. Did you know Jasmine is actually one of our avid uh, quiz answerers? She usually answers via Instagram, and so I was actually able to meet her for the first time at this camp. So yeah, it's really great to meet some of our listeners in person, there especially some of our Insta listeners. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, we're actually gonna, go. But she so was actually the first. Okay, so Jasmine, you're from where? Bundaberg. I'm from Bundaberg. Yes. Do Do we have a transmitter in Bundaberg? No. You listen online. Ah, good, 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 good. Yeah. Everyone should listen online. <laughs> She's a millennial. She listens online. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so much, the signal's so much stronger online. But it's it impressive everywhere. that a millennial was the first of our live audience to arrive this morning. So I had some couple of people drifting in behind you as we speak. But it was really great to see a millennial be the first person in the gate, which is why she has. I don't think she's a millennial. Position. She's wait, like, hang on. She's a. Z- she looks Z- very millennial to no, me. No, 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 no. She's too young for a millennial. There's more of them now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought Zennials was older than a millennial. No, she's a Z. Am I? Yeah, yeah, some, yeah. No, you're too young to be <laughs> way too young to be a millennial. What are you grateful for this morning, Lyle? Oh, um, I'm grateful for steel. What? What is it with? How can you be a big camp and be grateful for steel? Because I don't have canvas over my head. I have steel over my head. How here is at big that camp, an improvement? Which means that because steel is much less likely to leak. I can lay really? there, I can relax, I can hear the steel, the rain drumming on Wouldn't the steel, steel rust roof. and create holes? Canvas doesn't rust. There's this thing called paint and galvanizing. So tomorrow I'm going to be thankful for gal. Okay. Let me quickly talk about the... <laughs> it's the best. We are like running out of time because we're talking about our great gratitude stories way too much. But we'll be right back after this song. Stay tuned. Where are you now? When darkness seems to win Where are you now When the world is crumbling Oh, I, I, I hear you say
That was Lauren Daigle with Look Up Child here on Faith FM. And as we kick off our breakfast show right here in Stewart's Point with the birds in the background and people walking past and guests even sitting at the microphone. Uh, Mon, what have you got for the first clue for the quiz of the day? Actually, I just want to do a special shout out before I announce the quiz. This is so cool. So last night, right, I was we were invited to dinner at one of the camp uh, caravans. We went to dinner and I met this South African fella. Uh, he was also invited to the dinner. And it turns out, you know, in my, my recent African journeys, I met some African chicks in Africa, of course. <laughs> and uh, it turns out he also knows these girls. And, uh, and so but we doesn't said, everybody in South Africa know everybody? Dude, it's like Australia. It's the same issue. Everyone thinks Australians <laughs> know each other. We don't. But um, yeah, so we took pictures and sent them back to my new African friends. And they were like, no way. How is that happening? And now they're tuning in. They're listening. So good morning, Diantha and Joanne listening from Cape Town. We have, they have just finished their big camp meetings as well. Okay, so we're gonna have to get uh, we're gonna have to get old mate from uh, from South Africa to come and join us here on, Jean the, on the or Jean 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 Jean. But it's spelled Jean as in like blue jeans. Yeah, but it's, I think he said Jean. Okay, I don't know whatever. 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 But South Africa. We'll like get him crazy. here on the on the breakfast show this morning. The way you can say hello to his friends who are listening in South Africa. Yeah, I, I'm really bummed, man. I wish we could like go to every single camp meeting around the world. I would love to go to Cape Town's camp meeting. Apparently, it's on the beach as well. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was going to have a photo off with them and be like, okay, let's see whose camp is cooler. But they've already arrived home. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right, let me hit you. Don't look over my shoulder, Jasmine. Our, our, our guest audience member, the first person to arrive, gets to sit at the desk. And she's sitting here. I'm pretty sure she's trying to peek over my shoulder at the answer this morning. So don't look, Jasmine. Don't be a cheater. But this morning's quiz is a what am I quiz. And the first clue is this. Ishbosheth, Saul's son, was killed while on one of these. Saul's son, Ishbosheth, was killed while on one of these. If you know the answer, give us a call. 1-800-FAITH-FM is our number. It's 1-800-324-843. Uh, Lyle knows the answer, but I will send you a prize. I got it before Jasmine. <laughs> Jasmine's Super reaching happy. for pen no, and paper. No, 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 <laughs> Let's no, see no, if Jasmine no. gets it right. And uh, I'll send you a prize if you can get it right. Um, I don't know what the prize is yet. Uh, hang on, let me have a look at Jasmine's answer. No, she's got it wrong. Uh, I'll send you a prize. I'm not sure what the prize is yet because our prize boxes are locked up in the office and because we're up so early, no one else is awake. And so <laughs> It's camp time. It's Everybody's camping. <laughs> They're sleeping in. Yeah, They're probably sleeping in. Their oh, hey, we have a stack of prizes over there. I'll tell you what the prize is in the next segment and then we'll send that out to the person who wins. Okay, so we're going to cover serious stories this morning yeah. first because of the... Serious stuff um, has been happening. Yeah, the serious stuff's been happening in Sri Lanka and I think it was just... Um, on Friday, Easter Friday, 
how I was having a little bit of a rant here on Faith FM about how that Sri Lanka had climbed pretty close to the top of my bucket list of places I wanted to go. And then Easter Sunday, we get these horrific attacks. And, you know, it just, it's just, you, you, it just, it just boggles your mind. It's like, why? It's what, disgraceful. What, what are they trying, what, what could they possibly think that they might accomplish by attacking churches and hotels other than to destroy the country? Because, you know, for, 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 for the first place, you know, before you even go anywhere, people, tourists like myself who are thinking of going to Sri Lanka and spending money there, helping the economy, helping the local population, helping the people out, uh, and, and, and now it's like, I'm scared to go there yeah. because it's, you know. I have you, wondered, like, when, when these extremists just blow up other my people, mind. are they trying to eradicate non people who don't believe the same thing as they do? Or are they trying to inspire people to join their movement? Because really, Neither the only of those thing things. they're accomplishing is that the world hates them. That's right. It's just increasing hatred. And, of course, every time an attack takes place like this, you've got the victims of those attacks. It breeds hatred in their hearts. They attack back. It becomes a vicious cycle, and it just escalates. It escalates out of control. And, you know, this isn't... So just to to fill you in, in in case you're just tuning in right now, um, 200 dead, 450 injured, um, eight suicide bombers, uh, churches and hotels across Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka um, yesterday, which was Easter Sunday. So while we were having our fun day Sunday here, which we are going to be talking about um, quite a bit over some of our interviews because we interviewed so many people yesterday. We'll be playing those interviews over the next uh, couple of weeks or so. Um, it was just amazing. And while we're doing that, people are just being blown apart. You know, the, the one picture I saw of uh, one of the uh, cathedrals, You've got the whole roof blown off. You've got, you know, blood spattered everywhere. And I guess one of the most moving pictures was a statue of Jesus spattered in blood. Oh, it's disgraceful. Was it just one suicide bomber or was it like... Eight suicide bombers. Eight of them? Eight. What were they thinking? Across all kinds of different locations. Um, And what's coming out now is that the 10 days prior to these attacks, the police did have information that there were ta- attacks that were pending. Why didn't they um, do anything? And they were planning to hit churches on Easter. I guess these were that they weren't taken seriously, but the police chief actually sent out a memo to um, you know the various you know, police stations and so forth to be aware of attacks, but it, somewhere along the line it just wasn't taken seriously enough. They didn't have that yeah, because ramped up security. You'd think with They'd eight had, bombers that yeah. the, the, the word would get out and, and one eight of, people can't keep a secret as good as one person No, can. that's right, that's yeah. right. And, and one of the things they've been talking about is they had 30 years of civil war where they got used to bombings. Yeah. And now they've had 10 years of peace, and so with 10 years of peace nobody wanted to believe it. Mm. And so when the warnings went out, nobody wanted to believe it, and it was like, nah, surely not. And it was, you know, worse than they could possibly have imagined. Now, of course, for those of you who have been studying and following the history of Sri Lanka, the violence in Sri Lanka traditionally has been Buddhists against Christians. But this time, they believe that it is the Thawith Jamath, uh, which is a radical Islamic group, um, which is kind of unheard of. Um, They're looking at whether it has foreign links, you know, all of this kind of thing. Uh, who are these people, and how did this happen? Um, but, you know, it's it's just the cowardice that is involved in these kind of attacks is mind-boggling. You know, it it's really one is. thing to go out on the battlefield and to face the bullets that are coming the other direction and to fight against combatants. 
but this is this is a level of cowardice. You know, there is nothing more gutless than going after people in a place of worship. And so I, I did a bit of research um, on attacks on places of worship just over the last 10 years because places of worship have become targets for these kinds of attacks. And um, up until this attack, this attack um, out of all of the attacks on places of worship, uh, Muslim against Muslim, in other words, Muslims bombing mosques, uh, you had 1,317 people who had died in the last 10 years. Then Muslims against Christians, you had 267 who had died. And then you had the white supremacist nut jobs uh, with 71 who had died. That's in the last 10 years, and that's attacks on places of worship. So this is not just, you know, Mm -hmm. suicide bombs and marketplaces and that kind of thing. This is attacks on places of worship. And so, you know, there's a big gap between, you know, the Muslim against Muslim, which is 1,317, and the Muslim against Christian, which is 267. That's, that's a big gap. It is a massive gap. Until yesterday, and now Muslim against Muslim, 1,317. Muslim against Christian, 917. Oh, mercy. In it's one not- attack, one day. So, obviously, the, the Muslims have the monopoly on this kind of behavior. <laughs> Yes. And something needs to be and, done about it. And, 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 and what we need is the vast majority of moderate Muslims who believe in peace and preach peace and practice peace, we need them to stand up and to be far, far more... Um, Condemning of this kind of behaviour. It's exactly and, and, what they need to and, be. And, 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 and basically doing a lot more than what has already been done. I've yeah. got some very good Muslim friends and they are, they are, they are working so hard. They're fighting so hard. To but bring every an single end one of them this. needs to do it because we need so they're more. extremists we are need, the ones who are doing this kind of nonsense. We need the Islamic world. There's millions of them, right? There is. Every single one of them needs to lend their voice to this. They need to tweet, whatever it is. They need to condemn this kind of behaviour. I, I, I think they should go so far as they need to be educated. Like the not not I'm not saying no, educated they are extremists. Educated. These are the educated. No, no, no ones. I'm saying the ones that are moderate. They need to be educated on how to spot when one of their friends starts to go extreme. The same way that we can be educated as when one of our friends slips in depression or, or any other kind of a mental illness, and we can spot it and help them. They need to be educated because obviously something's going on in their religion where a lot of them seem to slip into extremism. They need to be educated so they can spot when their friends are heading off in the direction and they can do something about it. And, and up until this point. You know, most of the attacks on places of worship have been Muslim against Muslim. You know, and so and so they need to be more motivated than anybody else to um, to to do something. You know, uh, uh, about this. Anyway, this is an issue that we have in our world. It's been an issue that's been in our world for the last twenty years or so. It's not about to go away anytime soon, and we need to really be praying for the people in Sri Lanka right now. It's just heartbreaking to see what is taking place there, and so let's be praying for those people right now. We're going to listen to. Uh, what is it? Linda Shelton is kind of um, hard to read from here. We have a small screen up here. Uh, spread a little, little, a little love around. That's exactly what we need what to we be need have to happening in our world. Sometimes this crazy world can make us all feel bad. I sit and watch the news and just get sad.
Shelton with Spread a Little Love around here on Faith FM. Let's move on. Let's have another clue for our quiz. Nobody has snapped it up yet. 1-800-324-843 is the number to call if you know the answer. There is a prize coming your way, and our guest this morning is just, uh, what have we got there? We have the pr- today's prize. Really cool. It's live music. Well, not live music. Sorry. <laughs> I wish I could send someone some live music as a prize, but like, here's your favorite artist. They're going (laughs) to sing a concert for you in your backyard. (laughs) No, today's prize is music. We have a wonderful uh, new album from Anna Beaton. It's called Living Words. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is right now one of the favorite albums around our office at the moment. So Anna Beaton, uh, the album is called Living Words. If you can tell me the answer to this. Wait, 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 wait. Before you do, I think, mind you, have just... Accidentally stumbled <coughs> on the most genius idea ever. Oh, I did. One of these days, you did. You didn't even know it yet. Go on then. <laughs> Tell me how I'm so genius. <laughs> One of these days, we should make the prize a, li- a live concert. I think that's a bad idea. Should we talk idea? to Anna Beden or Melissa Otto or one of those Ashray, other... Ashray, yeah, we just got her yeah, yesterday. Yeah, whoever yeah. it might be, Stones of Fire. And Stones we, of Eden. Stones of Eden. <laughs> Stones of Fire. Well, bit early for you, is it, Lyle? Second time I've done that on radio. <laughs> but whoever it might be, and we'll just say, hey, you win the prize today and we will send um, that's you know, a this cool particular idea. musician to yeah. your church yeah. for a concert. I'm all for it. Let's see. Let's see how many. Let's see how many artists we can sign up by the end of camp. Because there's so many of them loitering around this this big camp. Let's just I know them all there's up. so much talent here. Can you yeah. believe the level of talent there is? Let's here? just get them to agree to that. I think that's a great idea. Okay, yeah, right. I'm so for it. Yep. And maybe we should have a chat to Stones of Eden and see if they can change the name to Stones of Fire for you, Lyle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so not listening. I really hope will be like, <laughs> he did it again. <laughs> okay, so clue number two of our What Am I quiz. Uh, no one lights a lamp and hides it in a jar or puts it under this. No one lights a lamp and hides it in a jar. If I had, puts the, if this was the first this. clue, I would have got it wrong. Yeah, I know because it, there's two potential answers to that one. Give us a call if you know the answer. The, and one answer is famous. And, yeah, that's right. Our number is one eight hundred Faith is FM. Obscure. It's one eight hundred three two four eight four three. Depends which gospel you read. Oh, well, that just means the person has to go and read all the gospels they've got. Uh, out ri- Jasmine nearly picked, she picked up her pen to and then you threw her and off. Then I, and then, and then, then you threw like, her off. Do not go with the obvious one. <laughs> yeah. Go with the obscure one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lyle! And, and now, so and, and now she's overthinking it. 
Now she's there. Now I've got it. I've got. I've totally got inside of her head. You. By the way, just in case you're wondering what on earth we're talking about, we are referring to um, the first person who walked in this morning to be part of our live studio audience, and that is Jasmine. And so she gets we to just, sit yeah, in, the, yeah. in the special seat um, up here on the studio. Good morning, Jasmine. Good morning. Are you regretting being the first person here? No. Now that we made you get on the microphone, <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> are you confused about what the answer to the quiz is? Yeah. 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 Good. That's how I like it. You knew okay. what you, you knew what it was until I said it was obscure, didn't you? I think so. <laughs> no, I'm right. not so sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't say it on air. <laughs> okay, so... Um, only Mon does that. Yeah, that's right. Only I get to do that. Now, Lyle, I just... Oh, by the way, if anyone's listening and would like to come and listen to the show live, you yeah, are yeah, more yeah, yeah. than welcome. Uh, so, we're located on the campgrounds here at Stewart Point Convention Centre. Just beside um, the dining yeah, room? how do we describe where we are? Okay, yeah, I guess just Go to the dining, the dining room, room, walk around the dining room, you will see the Faith FM That's tent. right. It's an excellent idea. If you walk around the entire dining room, you will see our tent. We've got quite a large tent, it's got Anne Signa on it. Next song break, let's Insta-store it so that people can Oh, yeah, yeah, good see. idea. Jump on our Insta-story. Our Instagram... Instagram name, our Instagram handle is at faithfmlive, all lowercase, one word. So you can go on there and click your finger on our profile picture and you'll be able to see not only all the clues from the quiz that I've been giving, but we'll also give you a little tour of our makeshift pop-up studio here in the tent at Big Camp. By the way, I feel like we should go through um, what people can experience if they come to Big Camp as a visitor. Hey, 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 we just have somebody else who's just walked into the uh, walked into the studio, and I wonder whether they can uh, wonder whether they know the answer to the quiz. Okay, this person, if you know the answer to the first clue, just put your hand up. Don't say what it is. I'll read it out for them. Ish yeah, yeah. Bosheth, Saul's son was killed while on one of these. The reason Lyle's he's thinking, he's thinking. The reason thinking. why Lyle's so intrigued is we're not this person who knows the answer because this is the person who's Lyle's eldest son and yes. <laughs> he loves to This is Harley. Oh, he's shaking, he's his, shaking head. his head. Yes. What about this clue, Harley? No one lights a lamp and hides it in a jar or puts it under this. Okay, whisper so you gotta, you, whisper, whisper it in whisper your whisper daddy's ear. We might have to like, ah, oh, blah, 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 blah. No one listen, no one listen. <laughs> you got it wrong. You got it wrong. <laughs> you got it wrong. <laughs> You're so happy that your son doesn't <laughs> yes. know the quiz. Do you know why <laughs> Lyle's so happy? Because Harley, your son, is just growing in leaps and bounds in me. his Bible knowledge and he's catching up to you, Lyle. No, but he he's smashed me at you. trivia the other night. Yes. Let's talk about trivia. <laughs> no, let's, let's not, talk about let's trivia. Not, Every person in this tent there. right now was smashed by my team. <laughs> You guys were talking a big talk and my team won. We took home the grand prize. We got $20 to spend at the uh, at the 18 plus 10. And I just want to say once again that my team won. And your yeah, team um, won uh, only because you we collected won. all of the trash. Yes, Harley, would what? you like literally to do You're so full of <laughs> literally Who gave bird. this guy a microphone? Harley, how did birds. you get a microphone? They, they got five extra points because they found chewing gum under their seat. <laughs> it was eight extra one. points and it was worth it. <laughs> literally, we won when it came to him. No, actually, I will. <laughs> I will. I won the grand final. No, up, turn his microphone off. Turn his microphone off. Actually, I, do you know, I actually knew one of those verses before you knew uh, Psalms, Psalms 34, verse 12. And I was like, why do you guys not know this one? So I actually knew. So I actually, so we did really win. But you win. weren't up, so it doesn't So what happened, was, what happened was his team and my team, we actually get to a tiebreaker. 
and he did win the tiebreaker question. I'd be but we of- had more points because we won the scavenger hunt at the beginning of the qu- trivia, which sure doesn't really have anything to do with intelligence, has more to do with resource. Um, but we still won the overall prize. So, yeah, so you had so every- everything in, in your handbag, I'm sure, except for the well, chewing gum. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the chewing gum was stuck under the seat. <laughs> anyway, anyway, thank you for coming in, Harley. But by the way, we still won. And um, we had a great time. And do you know what? This is the kind of fun that you can have if you come along. And yeah, why are you not, if you are listening and, yeah, to the radio and you're not along. a big camp, why are you not a big camp? Yeah, so there's just just to explain to maybe like non-Christians or people who have no idea what big camp is, it's basically a big camp. There's one in every state of Australia. <laughs> one in every state of Australia happens, it's a yearly event, it's huge, people come from like all corners of the state to, to come along, it's a wonderful community event and then dotted all over the campground are different sort of big tents. Uh, or sheds in some states, and then these are themes. You'll have like a you know one for kindy age, one for primary age, a teen tent. Uh, you'll have a youth shed, you know, so to speak. And then, but they're all good, so you can kind of shop between them, even though yes. even though they're they theoretically kind of got age brackets. They're just yeah, uh, and they all have a, a they all have a theme, like a different theme each year. Like you know the 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 kindy tent might be like an under the sea kind of a theme. You go in and the whole thing's decorated. It's amazing. They have songs and crafts and worship sessions and speak. And then, so, and, and it's everything through to the big tent, which is what, where the adults go. And, now, but um, the adults, the adults float. Yeah, because there's, there's several options there's, for there's the adults. There's big tent. There's there's connections tent. There's eighteen, there's 18 plus, plus tent. tent yep. And I was at the eighteen plus tent because I'm eighteen plus. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Few you're, pluses on it. Yeah, <laughs> several pluses times more like a times than a plus. <laughs> <laughs> eighteen times two. <laughs> yeah. Plus. Anyway, so and each tent has a different speaker, often flown in from another country, and so it's really quite exciting and they have different activities and so Saturday night at the 18 plus tent they had trivia and uh, which was great and and like I just said I just want to say one more time my team won uh, so that was the conference office cuties that was the name of our team um, but throughout the day so in the evening is they have a morning worship they have a morning session for in each tent in each um, sort of shed and then in the evenings when they have that like, sort of the big sort of event but throughout the day they actually have workshops and the workshops are incredible and uh, different speakers to what happens in the mornings and in the evenings. So they have uh, ones on like, for example, they have health ones. They have ones on, you know, innovative faith, how to grow your faith. Uh, ones on how to do uh, church plant training. They have um, uh, ones about, uh, what's that word? Stewardship. They have, like this one even has. Finances. Yeah, finances. They have gardeners, medicines, even ones that sort of teach you about gardening. By Dr. Um, yeah. Who, so who's that one? Dr. Darren Morton or Dr. I think so. One of the Ross doctors. Grant. I mean, these are really, really yeah, extremely yeah. Qu- highly qualified um, medical doctors that are doing these. Exactly. And it's on natural health and it's just amazing, you know. Um, Professor and it's Ross all free. Friend. That's it's the crazy thing. You can yeah, just yeah, come, yeah, you yeah, can yeah, just yeah. walk in and just come and check out a workshop, and it's really great. I think there is an entry cost at the front gate. If you're sleeping here, I think if you want to pitch a tent, but if you just yeah, want to anyway, come whatever. as a day visitor, I think you can just come and visit. You have to get like a t- you have to sign in and get a tag for safety. Yep. So you'll be given like a Security. wristband, a bit like a concert. Um, but other than are. that, it's a it's it's an amazing event, and so much quality stuff is happening, and uh, definitely come along. So where so where if you're not in New South Wales, if you're not in Northern New South Wales, give us a call, and we will tell you where. Where the one is happening. In fact, there's two that happen in New South Wales. Uh-huh. One in the north, one in the south. Um, there's two that happen in Queensland. One in the north, one in the south. And then all the other states have one. And so, if you can, cu- you can come along right now. If you're listening and you're driving around and are listening to the radio, and you are near Stewart's Point, come along. We're at the Stewart's Point Convention Centre. Um, I forgot the name of the road it's on, but if you look it up, Stewart's yeah, Point yeah, Convention Centre, yeah. it'll come up on your Google Follow Maps. Follow the blue line. On yeah, your phone. yeah, yeah. So it's really great. And come along and join me every morning. 
4 a.m. down at the beach. I'll be doing uh, the beach run. I did it this morning. It was incredible. It was dark, so it's a bit hard to see, um, but it was still really great. So you can come along and do that with me every morning with 4 Radio and then come and listen to the show live because we're broadcasting live for here. But stay tuned. We'll be right after this break. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me, I once was lost, but now I have found, was blind, but now I see.
You're listening to Human Nature here on Faith FM, and we have come to the interview section of our day. We have been joined by... Oh, before we do that, we have the clue for the quiz. I nearly forgot. Lyle trying to run ahead am, of the I'm, show here. Stay tuned. I'm about to tell you who has joined us in the studio. Right after I give you the third clue for our quiz. So this is a what am I cl- uh, quiz, and the third clue is this. Ahab went home, lay on this, and sulked after Naboth refused to sell or trade his vineyard. Okay, if anybody knows what it is, you can put your hand up. Okay, so, so, so Jasmine has now figured it out. <laughs> um, our interviewees, any, any thoughts as to what, the, the, to what this might be? Mm, yeah, you missed, you missed the first two clues, so um, Jasmine's had two clues already. Anyway, uh, Shirley and Leon, thank you so much for joining us here um, this morning on Faith FM. And uh, yeah, I'll just get you guys to move in close to the uh, to the microphone. We're having yep. a bit of trouble because our studio is very small this morning. We are inside yeah. a tent, and we're trying to juggle <laughs> two people, poor people, trying to share the one microphone. So they have to get pretty cozy, cozy. But good thing you guys are married, so <laughs> the cozy shouldn't be too awkward for you. But welcome along to the show this morning, and uh, we're so pleased and we're so thankful that you got up at the crack of dawn to come in and join us this morning. So Shirley and Leon are working on a project. I met them yesterday. They're working on a project in Vanuatu called El Haven, which is a really nice name, The Haven. And Shirley, I'm just wondering, can you tell us what what is the purpose of El Haven? What is the purpose of, uh, of this um, little institution that you're building there? El Haven is being set up to help um, young mothers with unwanted pregnancies to have a place of safety where they can go, where they can be looked after. Until the time the baby's born to save the baby's life because, unfortunately, many babies have been discarded at birth because the mothers didn't know how to proceed. So Elhaven is being set up to look after those mothers and those babies and make sure that the baby's lives are saved and the mothers are saved a lifetime of regret. Mm. Unwanted pregnancy is a huge issue in Vanuatu? It's not a huge issue, no. Usually in Vanuatu, families are very important. People love their children, look after them very well. And there are many children that are adopted uh, into families when they are, when their own uh, mother or their own family can't take them. For instance, after a mother dies in childbirth, quite often the baby will be accepted into another family without any trouble at all. But there is a very small... Uh, portion of the population that um, gets in trouble and those babies are completely unwanted and nobody wants to see them even born. What's the cause of these unwanted pregnancies? Well, sad to say, there's incest, there's rape, there's um, uh, poor choices and there's a a fair amount of uh, loose living there. Um, but the girls often don't have any any choice in the matter. Yeah. And yeah. Um, when the child is coming, then they're frightened. They don't know what to do. They're not allowed to tell anybody about it. It's sort of a hush-hush matter. And um, uh, it ends up that the girl is responsible because she's the one that's going to deliver the baby and they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And they need help. Yeah, that's a tragedy. With um, what what... Without your um, institution that you're setting up there, El Haven, what would these mothers typically do? Well, there have been many bodies of babies found 
uh, in the bush, um, mauled by dogs and rats. There's been some that have been found or known about at the bottom of long drop toilets. There have been many little bodies found floating in the sea, but probably more that have sunk to the bottom. Um, It sounds terrible. It's like unwanted kittens or unwanted puppies that nobody can find a home for. Mm. Um, It does happen. It's It's not every day. And usually it's not reported. Whereabouts in Elhaven? Sorry, whereabouts in Vanuatu are you building Elhaven? We're building Elhaven um, on the outskirts of Port Vila, which is a place where people can come to from any of the 83 islands of Vanuatu by ship, by ferry or by plane. And we intend to uh, help each of those um, girls, anybody in trouble from any island to be able to come to Port Vila and be taken care of. We will look after those girls till the baby's born and after the baby's born for three months, try to bond the mother and baby um, so that the child has a fair go at life. And if, if, if you fail with bonding the mother and the baby, what then? Um, we have a line-up of people that are waiting to adopt. Oh, really? Yeah, yes. fantastic. Wow, that's amazing. Is that in Vanuatu or in... In, in, in Vanuatu. Yeah. The Vanuatu and government does not really want children to be adopted out of the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. They, they much prefer that Vanuatu and children remain in Vanuatu. Sure. And we would have to agree with that. Yeah, raised within their own within their own Absolutely. culture amongst their own people. Yeah, a lot of a lot of orphanages, um, a lot of countries these days are enforcing that rule upon orphanages around the world. So, you know, when I was in Kenya, though, the government was changing, so Kenyan babies stayed in Kenya and so forth. Mm. And it's great when when the country can step up because in Kenya, the Kenyans are stepping up. They're actually like, do you know what? If that's what it is, we, we are gonna we're gonna rise to the challenge. And so they are being adopted by local families, which is great. Um, do you find that from from the babies that they got for adoption uh, in Elha that a lot of Vanuatans are the ones that are adopting them? Well, we don't have any babies in Elhaven yet because our big problem is that it is not built. We are actually working on building right now. Uh, the, the main building will have a place for the mothers and babies, a very secure place behind a, a wall which only has one door which um, is accessed through an office. And the front part of the building will be a small conference centre where lots of people will come and will pay to stay so that what we are doing will be self-sustaining. There will be money coming in um, to help us with the fares and with the food and with taking care of the helpless girls. Are you expecting there to be security issues with uh, relatives that would... You know, or, or maybe um, other people from the community that would try, try and bring harm? Absolutely. And um, I understand I've never really had much to do with uh, women's refuges before, but I know that um, there is a huge security issue. There are often people who are trying to find that girl um, or to, to, to get hold of that baby or to um, bring harm because there are always emotive issues involved with these sorts of things. And we've built in um, a lot of security uh, features. We have a, a big 
uh, concrete block wall that is already up between us and the neighbours, so nobody can, like, sneak in through the neighbour's property and and pop over. Um, and the the entrance to the secure place will be through an office which will have a lady in it at all times day and night and um, will it uh, do you feel that's sufficient security to have um, just the, you know one lady in an office guarding the institution I don't know that's that's just that's part, where, that's a part, place to start that's part, place of, to start. The, part yeah. of the security arrangement yeah that's a, that's a, the, that's a good place big, to start the big wall the no access um Yep. Is is the important feature for sure, for sure. And how big of a property is it? It's only about an acre, but because it's on a sloping uh, block, it's been excavated even before we bought it at great expense of somebody um, into three large steps. And the main uh, building that we're doing is on the top level. Which is uh, which has road access on two sides, so we we have big walls to build yet mm-hmm. um, to keep uh, to keep the building safe. On the middle level, we have a big uh, storage shed and maintenance shed ready to go. And on the bottom level, there will be gardens, which will help to feed the girls. And we already have some garden beds in that have been uh, built by fly and build teams. And we're getting some more uh, in um, June this year. Mm, fantastic! With the um, with with this kind of situation, with with taking care of uh, mothers with unwanted children, what else is being done in Vanuatu right now for people in that kind of a situation? Are there um, are there other refuges that are operating? Are there other NGOs, or is the Vanuatu government doing something um, themselves to provide for women in this situation? Well. Vanuatu is full of NGOs. ADRA is there and every other NGO I've ever heard of is there. I don't particularly know what they're doing, but there is no place at the moment. So this will be the first women's refuge. This will be the first refuge for this type of thing in Vanuatu. And when I tell people about it that I meet on a bus or in town, they say, oh, thank you, thank you for doing this for us. We we really need it. Mm, And... um, mm. They generally even tear up, and this is and this is one of the challenges of working with developing countries. It's you know things that we take for granted here in Australia, and that have been around for so long, are often you know they they're just starting up. And praise God that it is starting there in Vanuatu, and that you guys have uh, gained division for it. How did you how did you first catch a vision for starting Elhaven? Well, it wasn't our idea. It seems to have come from the good Lord Himself, who's very interested in every life. Um, it was all miraculous. Perhaps I'll let Leon tell you about that. Yeah, sure, Leon. We, we, you've been sitting here very quietly, so Leon, tell us, how did this get started? How long have you got? This story <laughs> of endless miracles. We have here. three minutes and 45 seconds. <laughs> um, it, it, the vision was given to a pastor, Dorlin, who was the women's and children's ministry leader <clears throat> with the Vanuatu Mission for the last 15 years. She retired at the end of last year. But that vision came to her from a, in 2008, by a pop song sung by a local policeman. It was called Semi, and it was the story of a baby's body, or half a baby's body, that had been found one morning, and the policeman had to go and retrieve it and bury it. 
the prevailing image that I get from that video, which is available to all on the internet, uh, is of that policeman kneeling before that grave of that little half little body and saying sorry on behalf of all Vanuatans. It's very difficult to forget that image. That's where it began for Pastor Dorlan, and she saved money and planned for six years and almost gave up on that word until we miraculously met her in 2014. That's another long story. Sure. No, that's, that's, that's amazing. So you've been, you sort of, that, where you connected with her in 2014 and, and, and it's happened since there. Um, how long do you, do you suspect it might take until you're able to, uh, to take women into this refuge? That's a difficult question. It is the Pacific and things happen slowly in the Pacific. We've been there two years now. We spend much of our time there but need to come home for breaks regularly. Um, I think that within 12 to 18 months from now, we have just begun to pour the foundations for the main building. And I think that within about 12 to 18 months, we will have a facility that's ready to roll. Mm, and I good. think we better talk about the fact that after the 8 o'clock news, this interview to some extent kind of continues with, uh, with some mates of yours, right? Absolutely. The Voices of Vanuatu, as we have called them for this tour, uh, a fantastic group of singers who've dedicated their lives at this stage at least to supporting the El Haven cause. Mm. So it's a, it's a, did you know what? Actually, yesterday I was walking around Super Sunday Funday and, um, and I was looking for, you know, somebody to take a picture of and then suddenly I heard this amazing a cappella sort of barbershop style singing happening over my shoulder and I turned around and there's a group of these young Vanuatan gentlemen just at a booth just clicking their fingers and singing this amazing song. I could not get my phone out fast enough to take a video. <laughs> it was like my favorite thing I saw yesterday. It was just incredible. Um, so these gentlemen. And they're going to come into the studio. These Gentlemen are going to come into our news. studio, yes, and they're going to sing for us. And I just think it's amazing that these guys are traveling around, um, you know, doing concerts, doing you know musical tours, and raising funds for Elmhaven. I think it's just an, it's such a noble thing for them to be doing to to dedicate their music, to dedicate their talent to the Lord and for this project. So, uh, really great, and uh, really looking forward to hearing this music. Yeah, no, it's been fantastic having you guys on the show here this morning. Um, if people want to support Elmhaven, how do we go about doing that? We have a website that they can um, donate money mm-hmm. on. Uh, many people have our bank details and just can put money directly into our account. What's your What's your website? It's called lhaven.com. Oh, that's easy. <laughs> lhaven.com. Can you spell How did that? you manage to get that URL? Well done. Maybe just spell that for us, though. E-L-H-A-V-E-N.com. Dot com. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, That was Shirley and Leon with an amazing project happening there in Vanuatu. This is Melissa Otto. Um, You're listening to Faith Mm -hmm. FM. And stay tuned for the boys singing right after the 8 o'clock news. Be
listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Forgiveness. It's easier said than done. But now there's a new approach to help us be more forgiving, a program called Forgive to Live. It's designed to help us all improve our lives. You'll discover the healing power of forgiveness. A relationship breakdown, long-term hurt, unresolved conflict. Through Forgive to Live, you can break this cycle and start living a more forgiving life. So if you're keen to take that first step, head to forgivetolive.org.au. Hey, are you part of camping caravanning scene? Join Australia's largest annual national gathering of travellers and caravanners at the Stewart's Point Convention Centre this year, Stewart's Point, New South Wales. It's an amazing campground among the trees. Inspirational Christian speakers. With incredible music. And beautiful beaches. And a relaxing environment. Be part of the community and make friends for life, May 10 through 18. Stewart's Point Caravan and Convention Centre. Contact Debbie on 024994-3220 or simply email greynomads at adventist.org.au.
is a free community craft program for kids aged 1 to 5 designed to encourage growth and creativity through Bible stories. Join us each Tuesday during the school term from 9.30 till 11am at the Senior Citizens Hall, 401 Warburton Highway, Wandon North. For more information or to register, go to happyhandsart.com.au forward slash happyhearts or contact Patricia on 0425 854 516. That's 0425 854 516. Happy Hearts. Free fun for kids and the mess stays with us. Ha, 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 ha. 